Diva Speaks podcast is the premier relationship podcast that explicitly deals with relationship matters from a woman's point of view. No subject is off limits. Relationship challenges, sex, intimacy, dating, infidelity, finances, heartbreak, and situationships are all a part of the discussion. Your relationship matters. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Diva Speaks. This is your hostess, Angela. And once again, we have in the studio, Miss Jazz. Say hello to the people, Jasmine. Hey, everyone. Hope everyone's having a good week. So excited you guys tuned in. You are in for a treat. Oh, wow. You said a treat. Instantly, my mind goes to something sweet because I like sweet treats. <laughs> so we're going to discuss today. We're going to talk about rejection and rejection in relationships. I think that a lot of people are hurting. Some possibly don't know that they're hurting and others are not finding constructive ways to deal with it. So what do you think about our topic? Um, I think it is important um, because a lot of people today, especially in my generation, don't handle rejection well. Um, one, because they feel like they're entitled to everything. So, oh, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, definitely not understanding what does rejection really mean and how to move forward after you've been rejected because it's not the end of the world. It is not the end of the world. And you know, a very wise man once said, it's not what happens to you that matters the most. It's how you handle it. Absolutely. And I think that once you can wrap your mind around the fact that rejection has occurred to you or has happened to you and you can acknowledge it, I think then the healing can begin. What do you think about that? I completely agree. You agree? Absolutely. I mean, you, you got to recognize it to move forward. Right. But also understanding, I think people kind of forget like a flow chart of like, is this, you know, is rejection... Is it personal, right? Mm, okay. Is the rejection that you're facing personal? Um, and then, is this something that if you tried again, you know, would you be, would you be okay with trial and error? You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you got to dust yourself off and try again. Or is it something you should just, you know, leave alone? You should just walk away from. So right. there are instances that you're saying that when rejection has happened, mm -hmm. just leave it at that sometimes yeah sometimes you just have to let it be okay so you know what i like to do before we really get into the meat and potatoes of the discussion i just want to thank our listeners for tuning in and if you like what you hear if you are excited about the content and if you are enjoying any or all of our episodes we're asking that you listen share support and subscribe and not necessarily in that order so in that order in, in that, that order, order. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so yeah let us know um what you think or if you had some, have some additional comments our um, email or my email address is diva speaks official at gmail.com you can also hit me up on facebook and or instagram so let's talk about it so Here's what started this journey on the way to this particular episode. 
so you know Facebook has this memory mm -hmm. um, feature right so yesterday I had a memory to pop up and my memory was from 10 years ago Wow. let me read it to you it goes rejection is a painful reality especially when it comes to family never pretty always painful I've learned to rejoice now Maybe it's God's way of redirecting my steps from closed doors to other awesome blessings. The Bible does say the steps of a righteous man are ordered. Why go down a dead end road? Why knock on a door that will never open? Thank God the next time rejection rears its head, God could be speaking. I wrote that 10 years ago. Wow. 10 years ago, I wrote that. And I revisited my emotions from when I wrote that, and it was coming from a very painful place. Now, I know that the podcast is about um, relationships and the romantic side of relationships as it deals with matters of the heart. And we're going to get into that this episode. But I think also that we also have to talk about rejection in the family structure. Absolutely. Because it is within the family unit that rejection often tends to hurt the most or you feel the most impact because it is within that family unit that the stencil is made on how you handle rejection moving forward. Whether you heal from it, whether you grow from it, whether you're, whether you're educated from it, mm -hmm. or whether you became bitter as a result of it, it usually can start or will start within the family. So here's my story. Many, many moons ago, <laughs> not telling my age, um, my birth mother passed away. And there was a disconnect between her side of the family and my father's side of the family with whom I am blessed that raised me and I had a really, really good life in terms of never wanting or needing for anything as far as material, uh, my basic needs were met, my spiritual life was fulfilled. Um, I had the education, I had the proper upbringing as far as etiquette and manners, things of that nature, you know, the basics. So when I graduated from high school, I went back to my birthplace and I found my, my birth mother's people. And the sad thing about it is um, they rejected me. They received my sister very, very well, very, very well. They have a loving, open, warm um, camaraderie, relate, you know, type of relationship with her. But as for me, they don't even acknowledge my existence. And my uncle, who is my mother's brother, recently just admitted that to another family member that he didn't understand why um, that side of the family chose to embrace one of his sister's children and basically ignore or discount the other. Now, I have felt that way for quite some time, which is the backstory to that particular post that 
that type of hurt, that type of rejection and wanting to be received from another part of you, it can break your heart. And people don't understand that when you have a void in your life, and you're hoping that this particular something, someone, or situation will fill that void and they disappoint and or they reject you. It can send you down a path or spiraling if you don't catch it. But blessed as I am, I know God. I have a higher power. You know, I have faith. And it is that rejection that actually set me on fire, that made me determine to relocate and reposition myself, which is what put me, you know, on a path, you know, coming from Dallas, Texas to Charlotte, North Carolina. And my life couldn't be more fulfilled now. Had I known that the love that I was wanting from somewhere else would lead me to the love of my life, you know, maybe I wouldn't have taken it as hard, you know, and I don't know. I, what do you say to that? I know that you have lived through some of the painful <laughs> nights and some of the memories that I have, you've been there with me. So how do you feel about what I've said? Well, yeah, I definitely can understand, you know, wanting to have that, you know, relationship with your family and not, you know, understanding, you know, why, you know, I'm I'm open, I'm ready. I, I want to have a relationship and just not getting that. And <clears throat> I would say it's it's definitely hurtful because that's your family you know that's the that relatives well, can relatives. we can we replace that because well, yeah, family yeah. is I, right. I don't consider you them family, family at this point yeah right you know your relatives are by blood but wanting to wanting to have that relationship with your relatives um definitely you know hurts when you're trying and you know it seems like they're dismissive or, or rejecting you and then also having a sibling that they you know, embrace. totally embrace. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but at the end of the day, I think we still have to remember that sometimes, you know, they're human and they get to decide who they want in their lives. And as Ooh, much as that hurts, that does hurt. As much as that hurts, you know, you have the same option. So, you know, granted, they decided not to embrace you, but you get the opportunity to embrace who you want. You get to decide who's your family and not have that dictated. Because imagine if, you know, they were, you know, excuse my language, half-assing it. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're bringing you in, but it's because of the fact that you're simply related, not because we want you. True, true. And, you know, I I think that... You know, we all we all have our little backhanded comments about social media, you know, and the um, side effects of it, the culture that it has breeded. But I think one of the things that has helped to reinforce what I've already known um, before a family member had the discussion with my husband. But, you know, we would they would uh, my uncle would. Um, invite me into their family group chats 
and they would all be having a conversation and I would try to chime in and people would talk all around my comments. And I'm like, so you're really gonna pretend like I'm not here. And you know, to have, to have that rejection on repeat, I think is an unhealthy thing. I think that for others who have experienced rejection within the family unit, I think we have to identify it and not deny it early on, not be talked out of what it may look like or try to interpret or analyze it from what it actually is. Sometimes, as they say in the backwoods, you gotta call a thing a thing. Call a spade a spade. Call a spade a spade. And just accept it, move on from it, grow from it, and leave it, leave it alone, which is what I have done. And I'm a healthier person as far as my state of mind because now I'm not trying to fix anything anymore. I'm not trying to fill that void. I recognize the space that I occupy in life, which is one full of love, success, opportunities, and growth. So why revisit something? And I say that to anyone that is experiencing rejection, why revisit something that constantly causes you pain? Can you identify with any level of rejection that has had an impact on you? Um, I definitely have had, you know, a couple instances in the workplace, you know, at school, friends, oh, people I've dated. Share, do share. We want to hear about this. I mean, just more recently, which I thought was just insane. So I had this friend. Tasha, um, you know, it was me, her, and another um, young lady. We were all just thick as thieves, you know. You'd always, if you saw one of us, you were about to see all three of us. Um, and it was just so interesting because an event occurred, um, and I won't get into the nitty-gritty details, but essentially, you know, something ended up happening with Tasha's car. While we were at an event, we came back. Everyone's, you know, got a little liquor in their system. Um, but we're trying to, you know, help and she just starts going ballistic on one of our other friends and then i'm just at a loss for words because i'm like I, I can't really help the situation but i'm here and the next morning i wake up i've been blocked on all social media my she's not taking my call she's blocked my text that's extreme everything. Yeah, that's, a, that's everything very extreme everything okay. and i honestly had no idea as to like what i've done um and so months went by hadn't seen her hadn't spoke to her i changed numbers so that's probably why you know i hadn't received any calls or texts but still like you know i was blocked on all social media so if she wanted to talk to me all she had to do was unblock me so she you know she could talk to me <laughs> right um but still um she ended up relocating um up north and before she left, you know, she kept trying to reach out through other friends because I guess she wanted to talk to me. But at that time, I had already gone through like what I would consider a grieving process. Because right. after the initial incident, you know, I felt totally rejected by my friend and I didn't understand why. Ouch. And, you know, that, you know, a girlfriend, girlfriends, you know, when we break up. That's more hurtful than it's, a man sometimes. It hurts. Yeah, that, you know, does, that does. That was like my little roll dog. She knew my secrets. You know, I talked to her about everything when I was going through. So it was definitely 
and it, it was definitely hurtful and it, it did shape how I handle my relationships, well, my friendships, you know, moving forward because, you know, I, I, in my head, you know, I didn't want to be that vulnerable to somebody who, for whatever reason, could just flip the switch, decide they weren't going to talk to me, weren't going to give me a chance to, you know, apologize if I'd done something wrong, rectified it anyway. Um, but at that point in time, you know, once she started hitting me up, like I said, I'd already, you know, gone through a grieving process of losing a friend. Um, and I found life that, you know, even if I had done something wrong, that if she would have given me the opportunity to correct it, I would have, because that's my friend. But the fact that she didn't do that, you know, it just gave me another opportunity to invest my, my friendship in other people that would be willing to, if we had a tiff, if there was an issue, be able to communicate that with me. And I think if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have recognized that, you know what, I don't want a friend who won't give me that opportunity. Because if we're friends, you should be able to let me know if I've offended you, if I've hurted you, hurted, if I've hurt you, um, you know, anything. But to, like I'm saying, this was like a seven, eight month difference between when the event occurred and when she tried to reach out. And we're in the same city. So we have the same, well, right. had the same group of friends. So yeah, that, that was definitely, um, definitely hurtful. Definitely, um, something I learned from. And as in my young adult life, you know, it taught me a valuable lesson on, you know, how to treat people when they do reject you. Because once she reached out, you know, you just, you can't come walk back into my life because you feel like talking. Right. It You're speaks ready. to a person who is emotionally <laughs> immature. And it speaks also to her, um, to the way, I guess, she felt about the relationship. Because it didn't seem like, by what you're describing, that she valued the relationship as right. much as you did. And that... that that you know brought me to a sense so I was just like you know because if we were such in, in my head you know I may be hurting my feelings for a day or two but I'm not gonna block you on everything and I'm not gonna not reach out after that like you know so I'm just like for you not to communicate it's just um it it, it really showed me like you said the value that she had on our friendship because I'm, I'm not gonna just throw my friends away I may be upset but months Maybe a week. Maybe a week I might not talk to you. Right. Maybe two fair. weeks if it's just something crazy. But, you know, months, it was just like, you know, this is a lesson that needed to be learned. True. You know what? I wrote down, uh, tell me if this fits your situation, that rejection can shape you emotionally. And it can change the landscape of your emotions. And how you move forward, which is yeah. kind of like what you just said. It, it can shape you. And kind of like what I was describing earlier, you know, within the family structure, you know, when you're dealing with something that speaks to your emotion, when someone has disappointed you, mm -hmm. when someone has broke your heart or hurt your feelings, I don't think people, the, the offenders, mm -hmm. don't really take into consideration that at one day you may mature mm -hmm. one day you may grow from whatever happened 
and you may want to revisit the friendship or the relationship, how is the person that you rejected going to receive you? I don't think people think enough of, of that, such as your friend Tasha. Tasha, you know. So, you know, I think that for people that are experiencing it, I want to stress again, the way to one of the first things um, to overcome in rejection is you have to first acknowledge you can't heal something if you want admit that it has happened to you mm -hmm. you know so I, I think that's that's first and I also feel like you know and, and another good friend of mine said this you know disappointment or rejection it shouldn't deter you right because if if I had let what happened between me and Tasha really just sit in my spirit and I just carried that around me, you know, I wouldn't have made, you know, more friends. I wouldn't have had that same kind of openness to get back out there. I'd just be stuck just minus one friend. Um, oh, that's and, good. You know, so you, you've, you've multiplied by way of subtraction. Right. Does that make any sense? Yes, that does, oddly. But... <laughs> <laughs> So, but like, you know, even with your, the way you felt about your family, you could have just sat in that and just been like, you know, I don't want to open myself up to, you know, more people and being rejected. But like you said, found the love of your life. It didn't deter you. It just motivated you to reposition that energy that you were trying to give. And I think that people... You got to remember, don't let it deter you. If you want, if you want a kind of relationship and you realize you're not getting it from that particular source, there are other sources. There are, that's, say that again. There please. are other sources. You there can are. get what you need from other things. And most people use this particular reference in regards to romanticism, but what one won't, another will. Another will. So what one family won't give you, another can. Well, and you know what? Well, I've I, I married into a major Hispanic family. It's, it's so many of them. Right. I can't. <laughs> so I have all of the love and I'll spend the rest of my life getting to know, you know, my in-laws and my husband's right. network of people. But also I want to, you know, not that this is, I want to make light of it, but I also want to give a shout out to our Nana. Our oh, Nana yes. and our Pops who have been, um, I almost feel offended for even saying the word, our surrogate family. But Nana, my Nana um, stepped in and came in in a time in my life where, yeah, you know, where it was needed. You know, God doesn't make mistakes. And they have continued to rise to the occasion. They never disappoint. They are the true sense of family. And, and like you said, I didn't get discouraged. Even on the journey from Dallas to Charlotte, my Nana, my family has been with me every step of the way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here's another thing I want to point out. You know what we haven't talked about? You may not ever circle back around like your friend Tasha did. You know, she kind of not came full circle but she circled back we all never know what she wanted to talk about because 
you didn't give her the opportunity but that doesn't happen for a lot of people who have experienced rejection so what I'm saying is you have to make peace with it mm -hmm. you have to make peace with the fact that I've been rejected mm -hmm. you know I wasn't wanted for whatever reason or I wasn't embraced and you have to move forward you know you have to move forward so um this is a little hard but I want to transition over into rejection as it relates to matters of the heart. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so um, as a woman, I can say that um, any woman that is, is living or walking the face of the earth, I think most of us have experienced rejection um, in a relationship. And I don't want to, you know double speak but whether it was from when you were dating someone you were seeing someone you were married to someone or um whatever type of relationship or situationship it is or was i think most of us have experienced rejection and that could be so painful to deal with you talking about devastating? Oh my God, is to experience rejection from a member of the opposite sex that you were emotionally invested into. Now at the tender age of 26, I'm not sure if you've had any experience. What? Have you? I've been dating since I was six years old. Six? No, I'm just kidding. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I would say, yeah. And this was a pretty interesting um, experience because I had dated outside of my race and me and this guy met. We went on a few dates. Um, we'd hung out. I'd kind of been around his friends, been around a little bit of his family. And all of a sudden, I get a text. And he's just like, you know, I'm really just not that into you. Ouch. And I was just like, hmm, that seems interesting because we've been on three or four dates. Mm -hmm. I would assume after the first one, you know, um, but yeah. And I was just like, well, you know, what, what do you really mean? because I'm just, I'm not understanding. Of course, you know, I'm in myself. Um, you know, I'm, I'm the ish. Like, why are you not, why are you not into me? Right. And he was just like, you know, you're really not my type. And I just realized that, you know, this just isn't gonna work. And I was so crushed. Like I seriously, I cried my eyes out. I was so hurt. Cause I could not comprehend why this dude didn't like me after four days. So I'm like, you, you know, you love me. Like, <laughs> So, <laughs> it just, it took me a little, I would say it took me about a good two weeks. I don't know why it took me two weeks, because we we had we weren't dating that long. But I just, I took it really hard. I think because, I just couldn't fathom nobody not liking me. Like, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there questioning, like, well, what specifically did you not like? Was it my laugh? Was it like when we were riding down the street and I asked you to stop at Sonic instead of McDonald's? Like, but what you is know, it? that's what women do. <laughs> Let me tell you now. 
you know what? Rejection will have you questioning yourself, your self-worth. It will have you questioning sometimes your, you, you know, your value. Am I pretty enough? Mm-hmm. You know, am I fine enough? Right. And today's is my booty big enough? Is my booty big enough? Is my I stomach can't flat fashion enough? Over jeans. You know, it will. It it can have the potential to have you questioning yourself and feeling insecure if you don't check it right away. Mm-hmm. So tell us how did you how did you bounce back? Uh well, my sister got on his page and started saying some crazy stuff, but no, I'm playing. <laughs> what sister? You only have one. <laughs> No callers. We're not accepting calls right now. Somebody's right. calling in. So, but um, I think, honestly, well, one, I'm going to play it from the Himalayas. So, I was able to, you know, get him back on my line. You're but not a player from the Himalayas. You're a diva from Dallas. Calm down, Lil. But go ahead. So, but um, I think it just, it just helped me realize that, one, you're not gonna be everybody's type, and sometimes it takes people hanging out with you a second to realize. Like, like I was say cute. that again I on repeat. <laughs> tell the tell them again. It's like sometimes you're not gonna be everybody's type, and what I think he, I know he found me physically attractive, but once he started getting to know me, you know, he knew things about himself that he realized, you know, I wasn't the one for him, and even though we had had fun. This wasn't something that he wanted to pursue further. And I can't be mad at that because I would have really been upset had we been six, nine months, a year in. And he's like, you know what? This is just not going to work. You're not my type. Or if you had prematurely ventured into sex and complicated the matter sexually. And then you discovered that it it wasn't going to work. Right, and then so, you would you would have asked yourself, well, when at, at what point right, did you? Right, because you got the cookie now. You not got good the cookie enough, now. Not good, good enough. What's going on? But it also, it also gave me some pointers and also how to handle people that I'm not interested in, because once You've I have been a the, rejector. I was about though. to say I've been a rejector, so I'm just like you know what, it does. Like you said, it does take hanging around, slowly kind of learning. Like okay. I like this, but I don't like this. And oh, this is a red flag. So I'm taking notes, but I'm still trying to, you know, see what you're about. So I can't just hang out with you once and, you know, be able to tell by then. It, it took hanging out a few times for me to notice, you know what, this is something that I'm going to, I'm going to pursue further. This is something that I'm going to take slower because I'm not sure. Or this is just something that I ain't going to do just because of X, Y, Z, L, M, N, O, P. Um, so it, it really gave me um, insight. And although I was sad, I was disappointed because I thought he was gonna be my little boyfriend. It didn't deter me from dating. No, I, I still say, kept going. I mean, side note here: I think you've been on the the being the rejector in the past few years than you have been on the receiving end of rejection. But you know what? You just said something during um, during your sharing that leads me to something else how people deal with rejection after sex does that make you question your bedroom skills does that make you question the other person's motives well if sex was all you wanted should you know you could have been up front i mean i think people tend to get a little bit more intense and spiteful when rejection happens after the bedroom 
what do you say to that? I mean, I, I thought about it as you were sharing your story. I could agree to a certain extent. Only because sometimes you just... It's not because of the sex. But it may have just been the timing. The sex happened and I just had to let you go. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, of course, you know... Are you talking about you rejected it? With no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think from both sides without telling too much. But I'm just like, okay. Like, I could... You know, a guy could be, like, feeling you and, like, maybe you're pressuring sex. And he's just like, oh, my goodness, I'm not feeling you that much. And then you have sex with him. He's like, oh, I'm really just not feeling you. Like, the sex didn't Ouch. help. Like, the sex yes. didn't help us. Whereas it the woman probably yeah. thought it was going to help. Hell, like, if I finally give him this cookie, like, no, he didn't even want to be at the candy store. Now you didn't give him the cookie. You're upset. Or for men. You really think she digging you, and she's just like, oh, okay. And then y'all finally do it, and she was just like, oh my goodness, I could have saved my time and energy. Or, let's shake it up a little bit more. For the men, there are men who like to flaunt their wealth, mm -hmm. their coins. And for a man that maybe he's taken the female out on a few nice dates, restaurants, and on a couple of shopping sprees, and then he gets dumped. Because mm. it doesn't always have to be about sex getting dumped True. as far as the woman. There are men who get who, rejected after they spent their coin. And they feel in, you know, some type of mm. way, you know. So with them, I think men sometimes can handle, well, let me just speak. That this is, may offend some people. I think black men can handle rejection a little bit better sometimes than people of other races. I, that's just me. I don't know that that could be you know offensive to some but I mean I've, I've watched a lot of movies um, yeah cuz Todd be ready to put you in a freezer after he gets rejected Jamal just gonna leave you Jamal just might sleep with your best friend afterwards oh, God. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> he's gonna be hurt but he ain't gonna be that hurt oh my god <laughs> he might sleep with your best friend afterwards no so, shade I've just seen it in a couple movies too okay. right so what's your opinion you think men handle rejection better than women or does it depend on the type of man or the age what's your what's your take on that because I, I personally think that men handle it better than women. Um, I say men handle rejection better only because they're used to shooting their shots. Like women don't shoot shots on a regular basis. So of course, if you've been practicing shooting your shot and you get rejected, you know you out of probably five shots you throw, one of them may get rejected, so you're okay. Women, we don't shoot our shots. So if we shoot our shots and get rejected, cancel the game, shut down the court, shut down the arena, shut down the city. Matter of fact, turn every light off in the world because wow. I'm upset. You know, I just watched a video online the other day where this um, woman down there in Florida she caught her boyfriend's Range Rover parked outside of his side chick's house. And she spray painted the vehicle. She took a baseball bat. She took out all of the windows on the vehicle. And she actually stuck around so long that the police actually showed up on the scene and caught her on the act, in the act, mm -hmm. and arrested her. All because she caught her boyfriend cheating on her which is a form of rejection 
you know, you could look at it as that. Yeah. So that's my example that women, we really don't take it that well, especially when we've been intimate. We've started a family, perhaps, which I'm going to segue, which potentially going back to some of the bullet points from my last episode, as far as red flags, what to stay away from leads to drama when you've started a relationship in a family somewhere and one of you tends to move on to another relationship. Mm. Now nah, she had every right to bust out all the windows in his She car. said she had, but <laughs> she, had she right. did not. She had every right. She lucky she didn't go to the door. He lucky she didn't go to the door and start swinging the bed in the house. Okay? Lucky. Ouch. Woman. Hello? What are you saying? Mess up his car, sis. Break all the windows, sis. He ain't gonna cheat on us. I don't know who you think this is. Oh my God! A thin line between love and hate. That's one of my best. That's one of the the best movies of nah, the night. she was crazy. She was crazy. Don't hitting us up with oranges. Now that that's a little. That's that's, I mean, that's, that's over ex- the line. That's extreme. That <laughs> is extreme. But it it could and it can happen. Right. It's rejection, rejection will make you do some crazy things if you don't get a hold of it. Yeah. And fix it. You that's, know. That's very true. It definitely leads, can can have an impact on a lot of different emotions, especially if you're not used to rejection. Ooh, okay. Training wheels, because you will need some if you're not used to rejection. But you got to remember that it's not the end of the world. Just because you're rejected here doesn't mean it's going to stop. You know, there are other opportunities. Like I said earlier, there are other sources. If you realize, you know, you were trying this, it didn't work. The door is closed. Okay. There are a thousand more doors for you to go to. Yes, it is. But wow. You know, I think the most painful part of it um that lingers with you is rejection will definitely magnify your insecurities if there were some there that were unchecked in the beginning you know if you were insecure um on any level whether it was about your physical appearance whether it was you know um, having feelings or issues of abandonment Mm -hmm. you know being rejected definitely will heighten those feelings and cause you to react in a way that will have you looking crazy in these streets. Right. It will. You know, and I think the purpose um, behind this particular episode is to let people, especially women, know that it happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't have to be matters of the heart. It could be rejection in any um, particular area of your life, whether you are, you know, in a professional setting, you're in the workplace and you're the coworker that tends to get shunned, or, you know, people um, don't seem as warm and friendly to you, um, whether you are the, you know, the loner who has attempted to Um, be a part of different social um, circles and you just can't find your niche. Rejection can happen from that particular point to within the family structure and matters of the heart. It happens. It is nothing to be ashamed of. And it may or may not be your fault, but it is definitely your responsibility to choose to grow from it 
and move on from it. Anything you want to add? Jess? I completely agree. I completely agree. You cannot stay stuck in your rejection. Move forward because whoever rejected you or whatever rejected you definitely will. So why let that be a reoccurring thing, you know, because what do you stand to gain if you don't grow? You don't. You don't. So grow from it. It 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 it, it probably will hurt. Uh, nine times out of ten, it's probably going to hurt. It's going to make you feel some kind of way, but don't stay stuck in that moment. That's like having 24 hours out of a day, and for one moment, something rejected you. You still got the, the other however many minutes, 23 hours out of the day. Don't True. let it ruin. And that's that goes for the rest of your life. Don't let one bad breakup, one bad relationship, a family not accepting you, not getting promoted at the job. Don't let that or friendships. Take, yeah, or friendship. Don't let that take so much power that it's almost like the story just ended there. No. All right, that's the end of one chapter. Time to write a new. Right. And you get to make your book as small or as big as you choose. Right. And I would love to just, you know, um, use my life as an example of that. You know, had I stayed in that particular place emotionally that I was in, I, I almost, it, it's painful to think where I would be. You know, I wouldn't trade even a relationship with those people for where I am today because it was that particular pain and rejection that set me on a path to where I am now. And if you have faith, if you do believe in a higher power, if you do believe in God, and if you do, you know, um, trust what the Bible says that a, that a righteous man's steps are order, then I know that from looking back over my life that my steps were ordered here. And sometimes it is the rejection that sets you on the path to your true destiny, or it sets you up to go in another direction so that you can receive the blessings that God has in store for you. You know, I, I couldn't imagine not being here in this time, in this moment, in this space, even with you, sweetheart. I mean, this is where, this is where I feel like I was supposed to be. Hmm. There is... Think about how your life would be different. Oh yeah, my life would completely be different because I came here because you came here. <laughs> <laughs> completely different, but there is redemption in your rejection. There is redemption in your rejection. You are so intelligent. I don't know where I get it from. You got it from me. <laughs> so just to leave you guys with, because we want to be educational, right? So here's what I would suggest. Dealing with rejection and how to move on from it. You got to first acknowledge that it happened. We talked about that, right, Jasmine? Right. Okay, second, you got to find a way to make peace with it. Now, I can't necessarily give you the steps on how to make peace with it, but I would say one of the ways you can make peace with it is by not rehearsing it over and over. Mm. You have to set aside those thoughts that would be damaging, you know, to you. 
And then I would say, I don't know what, you have to, you have to find value. You have to find your self-worth. You got to discover what makes you happy. You got to tell yourself over and over and over again, even if you have to stand in the mirror and convince yourself that you are worthy to receive the type of love, the type of embrace, and the type of affection that you deserve. You've got to find your self-worth. And then I would say you have to find the lesson in the rejection. What can you learn from it? How can you grow from it? What can you take at that particular lowest point in your emotions and move forward in your life? Those are my particular nuggets of knowledge on how to move on from rejection. Jasmine, you have anything you want to add? Oh, I feel like you hit every point, honestly. I did um, that, didn't You I? really did. I that did that. Good, that right. was a good summer. <laughs> kudos, kudos. I'm trying to think. What didn't you already say? Wow. I've left her speechless. Which doesn't happen often, you guys. So just know next time I'm here, I'm going to have like a whole PowerPoint ready to conclude the show since she just took all the words yeah i think i, I really did I, I hit the most important points and just understanding that the understanding the importance of moving on from rejection because it can test your adaptability you know how you move forward or respond to changes mm. you know in your life moving forward from rejection could ultimately stem from that and you have to be able to adapt and adjust this is very important so we hope that you have enjoyed this particular segment of diva speaks where we have discussed in detail um, rejection in relationships and how to move on from it the plan was to get into matters of the heart but i think that there is enough of that being discussed across um, the media, air and airwaves um, as it is. So us not really covering that, um, I think you guys will survive. But at a later date, we may revisit that particular topic. So we hope that you will like our page on Facebook. If you need to send us a message, our email address is divaspeaksofficial at gmail.com. And Jasmine, you want to tell our listeners goodbye and what can they do for us? Absolutely. Um, so, again, if you liked what you heard, do us these small favors. If you could, please tell a friend, stream some more. We're on all pretty much every streaming platform you can think of. We are there. Um, share and subscribe. Support by subscribing, right? Right. Okay. And if you don't do that, I'm going to be like the lady and show up to your house with the bat. No, yeah, we're going to take I'm that kidding. as a form of rejection. <laughs> you are rejecting, us, you are rejecting us and we won't deal with it well. Okay. All right. See you guys next Davis time. Davis Podcast is the premier relationship podcast that explicitly deals with relationship matters from a woman's point of view. No subject is off limits. Relationship challenges, sex, intimacy, dating, infidelity, finances, heartbreak and situationships are all a part of the discussion 
your relationship matters.